So today's guest, I'm very, very excited about. How about you, Kim? Uh, 11 out of 10 excited. It absolutely exceeds 10 And out that of 10. feels like I've really calmed We're really down underplaying from my this right now. Level. Yeah. Our dear friend, Stephanie Drummond. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> Real noise. Who is best known for her role as uh, Margie in Little Mosque on the Prairie. <laughs> It's a personal favorite. Uh, <laughs> oh, that wasn't where I thought Damn you were going to go. <laughs> it's so good. Sheila in Spotlight. <laughs> also where I didn't think you were going to go. Really I mean, good. that one's a personal favorite. Um, <laughs> such a sad character. Why would mm. they name it such a perky name? I don't know. Sheila. Oh, it's based off a real character, right? She, they she was were, a real person? They were real. It was like a conglomerate of a bunch <clears> of women <throat> who had written letters to the Catholic Church. I'm really bringing this down really quickly. Yeah, can I do the intro and then we'll, <laughs> go, we'll circle back to Spotlight. <laughs> so Stephanie Drummond, mainly known for her role as Margie in Little Mosque on the Prairie. Of course. Um, but also, of course, Bethany Bird in Mean Girls. Circle back, circling back, Hi, ladies, to spotlight. <laughs> sure. So I'm so curious about this. Oh, about about so, Sheila. So what I will say is, Tom, the director, was very. Um, he'd done so much research on the Catholic Church, and then he started to talk to me. Look, guys, let's be really serious. Like I'm in this movie for four seconds. Okay, let's be serious. It's the opening scene, though. Thank, thanks, team, self esteem. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, I was very excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he, the gravity of it was that the, she was, the character I played, Sheila, was supposed to represent all of the women who were deeply involved in the, in the Catholic Church and had been so strong that they wrote letters saying what they thought had happened to their children. And that's such a bold move when these women were so poor and so disenfranchised that they were strong enough because lots of people let it go for lots of reasons that, you know, that's just to survive, right? But these women looked beyond that and beyond poverty if they were divorced or widows or whatever and they wrote these letters saying that these things were happening and it wasn't right so then he said this to me and he'd researched all these letters and he'd seen like the handwriting and he's like and now it's on your shoulders so I just want you to think of those women and just breathe so then (laughs) I just started to cry because I had to be it was so dark and deep and real yeah 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 Mm -hmm. he was great but that's Sheila guys it was pretty real and pretty intense wow did you meet any of the actual victims no 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 no, no, no. Okay. It was just like me and a bunch of dudes from like, they were great. A bunch of Boston actors. They flew them into Toronto for the day and it was great. They were love, lovely fellows. No, that was an amazing movie. I was very yeah. happy when it did so well. It was a lot of fun. Oscars. The first thing that Melanie told me about the movie though, what? came into work the next day. Mel, how was Spotlight? Steph's in it. <laughs> I mean, Rachel, oh, also, who? it's great, <laughs> but like, that was the first thing. Because I do go. And I no it's such a cool thing so to be excited. part of. There was, um, they did like a flash at the Oscars, and I was like, my, the little clip of my little mug came up on the Oscars, so... Um, Kate Spurgeon, who works on um, works with you ladies on Fuller House, she has like a recording of me like jumping up and down, going, "Mom, 
mom, mom. I'm like trying to call my mom so she can see me on the Oscars. That's so great. Oh. But I'm going bananas. Like I'm, we're going insane. So it was very, that part two was also fun and weird and exciting. You know? That's really cool. It's so funny though, because people don't realize, you know, that happened from the comfort of your home and they think, yeah. well, you were involved in an Oscar winning movie, but then you should be sitting front <laughs> row, you know? Absolutely. Right? Those, but, four, uh, those four seconds. Let's start with random word, which you have. What is it? I don't know. You told me you did. I have a story about something that I'd like her to tell. Is random uh, word a we game? Do it, I, I can't see. I don't have my glasses on. I can't see anything. Oh, oh so we play this game uh-huh. called... Uh, <laughs> you point to my well, glasses. just in case. Well, yeah. half the fun of not having my glasses on mm-hmm. is just to be lazy and be like, no, nah, I can't see that. Okay, that's great. Yeah. You do the legwork for me and tell Please. me what it says because I don't have my glasses on. Please. We play a game where we just say like, here's a completely random word. Mm-hmm. Now you tell us a story about it. Okay. And normally we just like pull a word kind of out of thin air. Okay. So I do have a word um, and it's based on the type of wine that we're drinking tonight. Cause the other thing we do for our guests uh-huh. is design a drink. And when you said that uh-huh. you like some white wine, I was like, I'm yeah. not messing with that. I'm just going to do what I know is going to work. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so we have the Justin wine and uh, it's so very that good. it's good, it's right? Very, very, very delicious. And it's so hot out today. So this is like a very nice treat. But with that said, Tell us a story about a Justin. <laughs> oh, okay. I have a funny one. When I did, um, this is what I actually thought of when you were like, Justin, wine, Because I'm 12 years old. Um, when I was a kid, I did community theater. And I got the part as the beautiful leading lady. I was like 16 and not any of those things. But I got to like wear the outfits. And they paired me up with this, this big, strong, doofy football player named Justin. <laughs> And then <laughs> as the rehearsals went on, we used to, this, this is what, it, that's what I thought of. We used to make out behind, this is how terrible nice. I was at like 16. We used to make out behind these beautiful, cause community theater in Ontario is beautiful. Like they, they make the entire town out of wood. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, the acting's terrible, but it's beautiful, you know? And we were behind all of those sets and we would, when it was before I would have to go out, we would just make out behind the set. And that's what the wine reminded me of and it was you can't take it with you was the play and I was Alice Sycamore the good daughter but really I was behind the set with Justin that's awesome that's my story I swear I didn't research that before I chose no I don't think it makes me really happy now you didn't it reminds that's what reminds me if you can't take it with you uh let's play is this how it usually goes guys I'm so sorry (laughs) let's do now let me ask you this Sure. Night shower or morning shower? Morning. Boom. So I do hot yoga, so I'm often like a sweaty mess, and that makes for a morning shower for sure. Night showers, mm-hmm. I think everyone smells a little bit stuffy. Like what about morning. like a both? You know? Yeah, that you means you've got some time. That's true. <laughs> Which is nice too. Yeah. And luxurious. you don't care about the environment. I'm so sorry. I shower at night, so one, I'm sorry that I smell stuffy. But my <laughs> other question <laughs> is... You? That explains yeah. it. Yeah. Um, my other question though is that you do hot yoga, so in general you're just sweatier because of hot yoga or you do hot yoga in the morning and then so you have to take a shower in the morning yeah 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 Definitely. oh i didn't well mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure if like the hot yoga was like so i sweat more during the day i wish no i'm not very sweaty i feel like that makes like for a low metabolism or something i don't, that can't I don't possibly know about be true that? i'm that very sweaty oh, and i don't have like a crazy know, fast metabolism i want to do hot yoga with you next time oh yeah you should come come yeah. come come yeah. it'll be good i'll be good so busy um, that day <laughs> You should come off. No, I already moved like this it. thing twice. I can't do it again. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, sorry. Uh, who's your spirit animal? Uh, my spirit animal would be like Rhoda from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yes. 
Yeah, I think that would be her because I'm not the beep, beep, beep. I'm not Mary, although I wish I could be, but I'm not. I'm always like the lovable loser. But I think the coolest lovable loser is of all time is Rhoda, you know? So true. And I was obsessed with that. I still am obsessed with that show. It's amazing. It's yeah. very timeless. Guys, if it's just about character and relationship, it doesn't matter what they're wearing. You care. Right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Transformers, Age of Extinction, or Mission Impossible. Oh, no. Ghost Protocol. Oh, no. <laughs> so sorry. Oh, no. These are in no particular oh, order. Gosh. We, we always pick- get ourselves in trouble. She loves a good sequel. You Okay. When, okay, okay. I picked Transformers because when I was a kid, I used to play Transformers. So I nice. picked Transformers. Very I grew up cool. with a lot of boys, so I was always WWE, Transformers. Like, Teenage. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Absolutely. Here's Power Rangers. All boys, too. You, like, the boys it. on my street were boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was a boy. Yeah, the boys on my street the were boys. boys. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you established I girls that. too. Let me, re- let me amend that statement by saying that. <clears throat> A lot of my friends growing up were boys. Yeah. So that's why I picked Transformers. Because I grew up in a really cool. little town. And not even in the little town. Like I used to call that the city. Like I grew up outside of that little town. So there were just dirt roads and Transformers. So I picked Transformers. For not, sure. Not dirt roads. Yeah. No. Okay. I would, no. I would pick a dirt road over Transformers. I didn't know that was in the equation. <laughs> it was a secret Trick question. <laughs> the obvious third choice. A dirt road. I would al- it's so embarrassing you, you didn't choose that to begin you, with. <laughs> you gave me those three, I would go Dirt Road for sure. Tell me some Dirt Road games. Dirt Road games. I was always, I wasn't very cool. I'd like ride my bike on the Dirt Road. Actually, yeah, we would throw like tin cans over to get over because we lived on Georgian Bay in Ontario, Canada. So we would like throw the tin cans and try to like get them in the bay and then I'd become like an activist because I was kind of like Lisa Simpson and get the tin cans (laughs) out of the bay and everybody else was like smoking cigarettes. You know what I mean? That, like Bart and everybody else was really cool and I wasn't, so. All right, this is a very unfair question and it's going to make Kim really uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Tina Fey or Amy Poehler? Oh my God, this is this is her I worst nightmare. talk right now. Everyone's shaming um, me right now for asking this because they're both so great. I am going to say... Amy Poehler. Oh, there's literally no right or wrong answer. No, I know. That's say, why this I'm is a great question. Say, I'm just going to say why, okay? Please. Because I don't really think that, but like, you know, I just have to be, I'm in America and I have to stand my ground as a human. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to say why, because I um, studied improv back home in Toronto, Canada, and we used to, my improv d- director, I guess, essentially, would show us tapes. And then he showed us original, like, Upright Citizens Brigade tapes, and we'd watch them. And she was just such a an incredibly hilarious actor, not a hilarious comedian, like a hilarious actor actor and I was like this woman is magic to watch Mm -hmm. so and I always I'm not really I know I can I'm funny or whatever that's that's nice but I'm not I'm not like a haha as you can tell by this podcast I'm not a haha funny person so I always like appreciate someone who's just like a funny actor and truthful because that's where you find the funny and like all of all of that breathing through all that and I think she's so amazing to watch as a funny actress Mm -hmm. who just sees the world through a different filter which I find interesting 
Absolutely. No, that's perfect. Comfortable. I saw her do improv at UCB a few years ago. And it was like the just most of it was amazing to see her because, you know, as everybody does, like I look up to her so much. Yeah, of course. But then to watch her doing improv live is like watching the best athlete do their sport in their prime where you're just like you can't look away because it's really, really special to see. Magnetic. Yeah, Yeah, completely. Amazing. And I bet she wasn't like waka waka. Look at me. No, it was just like (laughs) really tight good comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, I think, why I pick her. Mm-hmm. She was outside our office once. Was she nice? I cool. saw her do comedy at UCB, and that's the end of that story, and then oh. nothing weird happened. What? I want to hear this story. Can we turn this interview it's into, pretty great. into Kim If Moffitt? Amy Poehler ever listens, she'll love this. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a nightmare scenario. I feel like I'm blushing already. No, what happened? So you okay. saw her. At first, obviously, like, I worship her and Tina Fey. Yeah. And I, I can't emphasize this enough in a non-creepy, totally normal way that everybody does. So I saw her doing this show at UCB and the way that that area is on Franklin, everyone comes in and out the same door. You can't, there's no like back door or anything and everyone has to park or valet in the same like terrible parking situation. Yeah. Regardless of if you're just in the audience or a guest or whatever. Yeah. So I uh, am going up to go get my car from the valet. My mm-hmm. friend and I went and we were talking to two guys after the show. Yeah. We were just chatting and I turned around because my body was like, do this dumb thing. Mm-hmm. So I just looked behind me and I see Amy Poehler walking up and I promise you, I have no idea what prompted me to do this. What I just do? left the conversation. I was, um, I might've been mid sentence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll never mm-hmm. know. Left it, turned around and was like, Hey, and for some reason, I was like, this is how I should do it. Can I talk to you for a second? Oh, boy. <laughs> and she said, sure. She was like, yes, hang on. I'm going to go because she's the nicest. Yes. Yeah, she she so said, uh, let me go get like turn my ticket to valet. And yeah. And I'll be right back. Yeah. So yeah, cool. Sure. Do your thing. So breezy. Sure. Uh, and so she did that. She turned in her ticket to valet. Yeah. She should have just left. It would have done both of us a world <laughs> no, of good. No, don't say that. She's so, she was like, so she has to talk to me. I wonder what about. <laughs> she was like, oh, she probably has business. But what's your heart me. doing? So she's like, just a minute. And what's your At heart doing? At that point, doing? honest to God, it's like an out of body experience. Yeah. You're like, you're over and here. Yeah. I'm, gone. I'm yeah. watching from above going, oh no, why? Mm. And then she comes back so and I'm like, hey, uh, I I am a writer and I just mm-hmm. want you to know that you and Tina Fey are my heroes, which is a nice thing to say. That is nice. What was not nice is that my body was like, we should. <laughs> <laughs> this body of yours, Moffat, I don't know. I don't know. We hmm. should cry. <laughs> Together? Oh no, did you start to cry? I just like got really choked up. Uh and like literally had tear. I You have tears right now telling the story. Well now because I'm laughing. But I had tears like rolling down know. my cheeks. I was oh. like, and also I think I have residual embarrassment. So I had like tears but rolling down my that. cheeks. She's and she all was, heart. She was so nice about it. And she we talked about the show for a second. Yeah. And then I said, <laughs> this is the worst part of it. I said, can we take a picture? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So I was with my roommate at the time, Noelle, and I handed her my terrible droid with a track ball that you had like barely worked. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. I said, uh, I Noelle, it. can you take a picture? Yeah. And I said, yes, of course. So Noelle's trying to take this picture, but it's not working. And <laughs> she also doesn't know how to work this oh, terrible phone I have. So then now I'm crying and yelling at Noelle going, track ball, Noelle, track ball. Like that's a thing. And then oh, maybe that was her safe word. What's Popo doing? What's Amy Poehler doing? She was like, she goes, yeah, Noelle, trackball. <laughs> <laughs> she 
she's just guessing. No. Trackball is now how Amy Poehler escapes situations. Like nobody is wanting to be in this interaction anymore because I'm ruining it. Oh, that's uh, But I do have a, a picture. The picture came out. Oh, yeah. And it's just like my favorite thing. Cut to now, I, I still really, it didn't like tarnish my view of her. If anything, it just made me like no, love her even yeah, more. Yeah, of course. But she was outside of the fuller office? offices. Yeah, we were just like gawking house. out the window. They what? were gawking. I was inside. She was under the desk. Walking around being like, well, I'm not going out there. She's out there because I don't know what's going to happen. She's I'm yelling like, at her experience will be. That was a great one. Thanks, Moffat. Birds, gross or great? I don't even understand that question. I went to public school. I think she oh, means literally. Oh, birds. I was thinking like gross, like ducks, like like some sort of gross build mallard or something. Do you know what I mean? No, and I'm like, oh, I don't like know enough. Birds. Oh, are they gross? gross? <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. I'm really overthinking this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Listen, okay. You're not gonna be getting some million dollar question with me. Yeah, I Just love think, it. what would a I first grader ask? I love it. I love it. I love it. I I think I think they're gross. I think they're gross. Good call. Yeah. Thank That's you. That's the correct Thank answer. You. Thank you. All right. What? Is mm-hmm. your dream guest star role, which you know I wrote this before you got the part, <laughs> so it's no so pressure. For now. those of you who are listening, Stephanie's just about to start filming her guest star role on Fuller House, which is so funny because we ha- were very excited, not because we don't want Fuller House associated people on the show, but to expand a little, and then she gets mm-hmm. cast on Fuller House. I mean, there's just no escaping it. I think that's Embrace the power it, of the pod. It's the power of the I pod. think so, too. I think you guys put it out there. You invited me to come do this, and yes. then I booked a, a role. It's like a total coincidence. It's very or exciting. Mm-hmm. I find it funny. Um, in LA, it's so like vision boards and all of that kind of stuff. Like, I totally had one in high school. And did it work for you? Kind of. Did it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. But, um, but you can keep making fun of it. I totally admit no, 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 that but it's like kind of lame. That's what, you're like 15 years old making it. Yeah, for sure. Like cutting things out of magazines, literally. Yeah. There was anyway. a picture of you in it. Oh, that's so <laughs> oh. For those of you listening, Who's listening, she's talking to me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not her fiance. Now I'm thinking of it. I'm gonna have to have my mom send me that pic of of Moffat, just like a big picture of her with like a job in the corner and like a house. I'm so glad that she had the picture of Moffat because yeah. Moffat, she did not go wrong. It's Moffat a good is friend. such. I always a, wanted a good friend. And you got one with the Whether softest you like it or not. skin, guys. She has some soft skin. I'm gonna start showering at night, even though I may smell a bit stuffy in the morning. <laughs> Moffat has the softest skin. I can't emphasize this enough. Skin. I don't smell stuffy. <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna no, really no, no. pay attention to no, this. No, no, in the no. I should, I should say, you know, like I didn't want to be like sexist, but you know, like 24 year old boys who like shower the night before and then they go work at a meet and they're trying to find that album for you. They're the guys who smell a little stuffy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah. how? Why don't you just have a quick rinse? Uh, so what's your dream guest star role? Um, my true, true, like I'm very happy about Fuller House and that's not, not a, just because I'm on a podcast, I have to say something. Like, I'm really excited about that. But my, like the thing that I would love to guest star on would be Fargo. I think that's mm-hmm. like, that's similar, that sensibility and that darkness and, and that small, that's very similar to Owen Sound where I grew up. There's all of that 
that darkness is very true and then covered. So I really, when I watch Fargo, that is something that I'm like, oh, I could really, that would be like my dream TV gig. But I'm really happy about Fuller House. <laughs> I really am. It's great. <laughs> I'm really What excited. kind of character would you pl- would you want to play on Fargo? Like um, if you could make up your own character. Anybody. I just, I'd like to be like one of those badass chick cops like Alison Tolman was like in season one. That was like, I was like, oh, when I saw her doing that, I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's yeah. kind of, like that's my, I can see it. my wheelhouse. So some sort of like, and, and the movie. Anyway, that's my, like, uh, that would be my dream thing, but I'm super happy. Hang on, I have to make a quick phone call. Yep, put that on your vision board. <laughs> yeah, it, it will folder. be. I'll do put a folder. Yeah. Fargo, the Stephanie Drummond version. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you. Do you feel like you prefer, as far as acting goes, drama? Or like that? Um, I know that I... You are very funny. Thank you, Kim Moffat. You're welcome, Stephanie Drummond. <laughs> I call Kim Moffat and Melanie Samuels. I call them myself a steam party because oh, that's basically they're like, yeah, you can do it. You can do anything. But I, um, I know that I lend myself just, I'm lucky. It's like, a, I don't know where it comes from, but I'm lucky that I, that people view me as funny. That's lucky. But I have, um, I don't often get cast in drama, but I really love it. Like when I work with my class and when I'm like really getting into stuff, it's like fun. Like I really, it's always, you want what you can't have. Right. So I always love doing dramatic roles. And I hope like as I'm getting older that I'll be able to kind of start doing that kind that kind of stuff. Whereas before it was more like kid, ha ha ha, cute, cute, cute. I hope that with a good thing with aging is that people will maybe look at me in a more dramatic kind of way. But mm-hmm. cause I just, I have fun doing it. And it's honestly just cause like everybody's always like, you're so funny. I'm like, oh yeah, but you should see me act. I'm a really great actor, guys. But you know what? I, like, I don't really think that, guys. That's why I have a self-esteem party. But <laughs> I have a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun doing dramatic stuff. But it's always mm-hmm. like got a li- like Fargo-y, like that kind of like dark stuff. That's what I dig. Um, well, uh, you've talked about your hometown so much, and it sounds so fascinating. So <laughs> I want to know what your most memorable childhood memory is. Um, I remember I did ballet too. I was a dancer and we got to dance. There was this woman named Vanessa Haywood who came from Toronto, which in my <laughs> oh, town, you guys are like, haha, Toronto. But like in my little <laughs> Such town, assholes. like, no, 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 no. Like I get it. I get it. I get it. But like in my little town where I was like Toronto was like New York city. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So the big city. She, yeah. So I used to cry. Like when I go on like a bus trip in to see like Phantom of the Opera or something, like I would just cry and be like some day I'm gonna be here Toronto like I just loved Toronto so anyway a dancer we got we did the Nutcracker and a dancer came from Toronto named Vanessa Haywood or Harwood and oh my god that's terrible I can't remember her name but she was like a prima ballerina in the National Ballet in Toronto and she came and she was the Sugar Plum Fairy and we all danced around her and she signed my shoes and I was like and I was like and I hadn't like that's when I like I love performing and I was like I love this this is so magical we get to like make this like work world and wear these weird costumes and do this thing and I didn't know why I liked it but I just knew I loved pretending and this beautiful lady came and like was so kind to us and I remember that for some reason when you asked me a memory yeah. that's, I just thought of Vanessa Hayward or Harwood I gotta google that yeah absolutely mm-hmm. uh you this feels like an okay follow-up okay. normally I have to follow up with like a, that's a beautiful thing here's a really? stupid question <laughs> <laughs> at least you got the birds one out of the way <laughs> don't worry oh. there are worse uh you have no fun facts on IMDb. What's one that we should add? What's a fun fact? Mm. 
Um, I've stumped you. Yeah, I don't have anything. F- like, what's fun about me? Oh god, the dancing like a, was a fun fact. Or the it's hot not yoga. A fun fact. I went to an acting school in Toronto called Sheridan College and U of T. Um, University of Toronto and our graduates are me my friend who's awesome back home Jan Caruana one of my best friends in the world Aww. she does a lot of improv and an amazing writer back home my town was so small like I went to the like I had to audition for acting school my goal was to go to this school I just mentioned because the one other girl in my town who's older than me who'd graduated from acting school had gone to that school yeah so I don't have a, like what's a fun fact about me I ride my bicycle in LA and that's really controversial. There's a fun fact that I ride my bike in a little. Okay, there you go. Good. Do you wear a helmet? Yes. Good. Newman from Seinfeld also does that. So that's a good, oh, you're in good company. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We should get a little bicycle built for two someday. Oh. Newman and I. Oh my does gosh. He really, is he like an advocate for biking in LA? No, mm. I just saw him once. You did? <laughs> just was like, in Studio City. I was like, hey, Newman. That's great. But nobody bikes here and everybody looks at you like you're crazy, which I find really weird because in Toronto, everybody bikes. Not everybody, but people bike. This And here, it's this one weird. over here. Do you? Ben, ben is a. He has five bikes in yeah, the Yeah, he's basement. like a bike. Do you bike to guy. work? Oh, yeah. And work ben. is sometimes in Culver City. Ben, you got to be careful. He's you doing a thumbs up. Right? He's saying yes. Oh, because like all these chumps in their cars, right? What's the point? Yeah. He's nodding in agreement with yeah. you. Yeah. We're not going to give him a microphone because. No. And he's saying, yes, no. he wants a but microphone. He's okay, crying great. and asking me okay, for great. one. But. Great. I have friends. I've been in Newman. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> exactly. You're in good like company. It. I like it a lot. Do you like knit? No. <laughs> That's not one of my That's questions. Really funny. That's not one of my questions. Do you want to learn? To talk about that? Sounds awesome. No, right no. I do feel you? like that would be a. Well, Mel does because she's a thousand years old. Uh, no, what do you make? Do you do no, like more I, than I used to. I used to make pillows. Really? Uh, yeah, I liked I liked sewing back in the day. Oh, so you'd sew? You'd yeah, sew. knitting I've tried, and I'm really up for doing it again. But like the, the ideal would be having like a bunch of girls over and we all knit and drink wine, like a what stitch and bed. Oh, that's a God. thing. Oh, I didn't make that up. I didn't make that up. Oh, that's amazing. That that's a thing. That's a thing. Like you have a stitch and match and you like just like knit and talk Let's and do drink that. wine. Can we do, do that? cross stitch? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Any sort of thing is acceptable. I don't have time for a new hobby, but I do cross stitch. So I can, if I can bring that hobby into this, you can bring whatever you want. It just has to be made of yeah. thread or yarn. Okay. One time I signed up for a sewing class because I was like, I'm going to learn. I'm going to like, because I, I like clothes and stuff. Of course, everyone does. And I was like, I'm going to like make stuff. And so I signed up for this class and I showed up and there were like women about my age. I'm like, okay, these are the women, blah, blah. And I realized all their daughters were there. And I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's cute. That's cute. And then all of a sudden, all the women that were my age left. <laughs> And I took a sewing class with a bunch of six-year-olds. And there's this girl named Emily, and I'm not going to do. I'm not going to be like Emily was great. Emily was Emily was not. She was really competitive. She was really mean. She was six. She? she was six. Emily. She was six. And so it was like this running like gag, like for for like like six weeks. I'd go show up like hungover, and I'd like learn how to sew with these kids. But the kids were all better than me, and Emily would like try to help me, but like only when the teacher was looking. Cause she wants, yeah. Oh my she God. She's a monster. She's a monster. Oh, that's such a good story. Oh guys. Thanks. Thanks for bringing up knitting, Kim. <laughs> Just came organically. Okay. If, uh, 
this is a really shallow question, but okay. I find that you'll have a good answer. Okay. If you were on the Real Housewives of Toronto, yeah. what would your intro be? The Housewives in Toronto are like, yeah, my husband works at Chorus Entertainment. Um, and then I just, I, co- I collected um, Connor and <laughs> Megan and I put them in a wagon and we're going down <laughs> to the lake shore. We're part of the David Suzuki Foundation and... You can love me or leave me. That's basically where I am right now. Like that's, it's like this very like, kind of like English, like. I knew this was going to be good. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody's like really saying their feelings and really saying what's going on. And underneath there's like all this terror and it's all this like altruistic, altruistic, like recycling shit. But like deep down, like these women are in it for blood. So that would be my, that would be my housewife of Toronto. And they would, like, put their children in wagons, always, like, pushing them in wagons. Yeah. Like, you can't push me around, but I'll push my own children in wagons. I will touch my children, not you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I found that to be successful. Uh, First alcoholic drink. First alcoholic drink. Like, some sort of, like, Bacardi breezer thing. I had this friend. She was way out in the country, the Weingers, and they, like, they lived on, like, this hobby farm. Like, like hobby a farm? A hobby farm. Like, it's like, oh, guys, you guys are so urban. Um, <laughs> so, a hobby farm is, like, people, kind of suburban people who move, take over, like, a farm and, like, live in a oh, farmhouse. Gotcha. And, okay. like, have a chicken, but, like, the real farmer takes care of the land. Copy. Like, does the work. This is so rural, isn't it? It's terrible. He grew up in Missouri. Oh, Ben, I'm so glad we're both on your vision board. The three of us. The three of us. I was the vision board. (laughs) (laughs) She found a picture of Ben. It was just a G.I. Joe on a bicycle. But, uh, okay, so the wine girls had a hobby farm. The mom was, like, really, like, she, she like, took us to Lollapalooza. Do you guys know Lollapalooza? Yeah, Is that a music festival? Yeah. Okay. So she took yeah, us to Lollapalooza, because we, we were, like, 14. We couldn't drive. She, Mrs. Weinger drove us. And I remember she had her period, and she just put out a pillow under her when she was driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is the woman who also they don't have tampons and, and I don't know I don't understand she was like she also had a vibrating she was on a hobby farm yeah and she had a vibrating <laughs> bed she had a vibrating bed I bet she did she did it was <laughs> that's gonna bring the periods on and, early yeah and Jethro Tull there was always like lots of was in the vibrating Tull. bed always playing Jethro Tull like thick as a brick was always playing and, and so just that, picturing wonderlust. <laughs> Maya Rudolph. <laughs> was this Maya yeah. Rudolph? Uh, no. Oh wait, you know what I'm thinking no. of a different movie. Yeah, I but I just like the the pregnant movie when yeah. they're around. Yeah, kind of yeah. like like in that ilk. And so she was like, "Girls, just express yourselves. Here's some Bacardi breezers." And we were watching like Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show. Like a regular. Show? She's, She's a coma. <laughs> thought of that yes yes she was we're gonna circle back to that soon thanks yeah. Kim. <laughs> you guys need a snack a condom anyway go so, on Bacar- that's all Bacardi Breezers and like Rocky Horror Picture Show you know you know you know I feel like you don't because you guys are really classy no I'm not no. at all no, no we're anyway classes. that's that was like my first like oh. some sort of like yeah so that that's it the wingers um okay. well I feel like we really touched on this so we need to delve a little deeper let's go let's go let's do it tell me everything about Mean Girls mm-hmm. okay starting with your audition okay um my audition for Mean Girls so this was guys this was filmed in Toronto Canada 
And that's why I was in it, lucky enough to be in it. Um, my audition, um, I had a bunch of auditions. And I was also, I was a very serious thespian. So I was doing two, <laughs> I was doing two, two Shakespeare's in two different parks that summer and Whoa. working a full-time job like as an accountant or something. Is that right? For Hugo Boss. Yes, I was. You were accountant for Hugo Boss? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like that's not right, but like, um, what is it called? <laughs> like accounts receivable. And oh, yeah. you know when you go after people who haven't paid their bills? Sure. Mm-hmm. And I was with the accounting department and so I would call and, and they let me work just mornings. Mm-hmm. And then the afternoons I would go and do Macbeth and then in the evenings I would go do As You Like It. So I was doing all this, but I just graduated from theater school and like I didn't know anything and I'm like, I just got to do theater. And like I had an agent, luckily, that was lucky to have an agent. I had an agent. And so I just kept kind of, and it would like interrupt my day. I'm like, oh, I've got to like, got to go do this thing. These like random, I have to go do this, this audition for this like kids movie. But really like I've got to really prep for like to be witch number one in Macbeth. Like I was really upset with it taking time away from my art, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so I auditioned a bunch of times and they were really spaced out. So through the summer, like they kept calling me back throughout in my head. This is what it's like. And I was wearing a lot of overalls. No, for the same part. <laughs> I get called back for different. Initially, I was what one of my best friends, Jan Carwana, who I've already mentioned on this podcast. Um, I auditioned for the Egg McMuffin girl, um, Emmalyn Gerber, the girl who eats her own mm, feelings. Mm-hmm. And I remember wiping because I was because like we did. So the Shakespeare in the Park, like you were like in the dirt. And like, I remember wiping, like taking like a, I packed like a washcloth and I remember wetting it like in like a Tim Hortons. That's very Canadian, like oh, Dunkin' wow. Donuts in Canada, a Tim Hortons bathroom, like wetting the washcloth so I could like wipe off my feet so I could go into the audition and my hands get the dirt off my hands and my f- my face and my feet from doing like the witch in Macbeth to go in for my audition. I remember like wiping down wow. the dirt off my face to go in and do it. And I did Egg McMuffin Girl first. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, that was a really long story. Sorry. Oh, no, it's I, okay. So I want to know everything. Fascinated, yeah. So it was Egg, McMuff- Egg McMuffin yeah. Girl first. Yeah. And then also Bethany at the same time? No, that wasn't like a real character. So <laughs> this is so funny. I forgot about all this. So I did Egg McMuffin Girl and then I went back in and I read for The Girl in the Wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she mentions John Stamos. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember being so sad because I'm like, I really wanted to say that Stamos line. It's so funny. Like, I remember being bombed. I didn't get the wheelchair right. part. And some other, like, rando, like, maybe, I don't remember, like, I don't, for sure the wheelchair girl. Because I remember being, like, ask, this is terrible. I remember, like, asking my friend's mom who was in a wheelchair what it was like to be in a wheel. Like, I was such an actor. I was like, what's it like? You were ready to experience yeah. it. Yeah. I have this audition where I'm a girl in a wheelchair. What's, like, that's awful. But that's honestly what I did. So I, I and I went in and then I did wheelchair girl um, and best. Bethany Burt, but she was called, oh, you guys will love this. I just thought it's, her, or you won't love it. Who cares? Um, she no, was Bethany. I'll love it. Guaranteed. <laughs> there was, is no doubt in my mind. She was called <laughs> Bethany Bell. And then oh, I auditioned. Yeah. And then like the first, my first day on set, they're like, there's been a huge change. Your character's <laughs> name is Bethany Bird. And I was like, oh, did, like, where did that come from? Did they think of me? Like, why did it go from Bell to, is Bell pretty and I'm not pretty enough and I'm a bird? Is that like, I all these crazy, oh, all these crazy geez, so, business. Yeah. So crazy. So anyway, so I auditioned. My final audition, I read with this Canadian um, comedian, Jessica Holmes. She was reading with me. And I was so gobsmacked that I got to read with her because in my world, she was, um, she is, she is amazing. And I couldn't, I'm like, when I, I remember being like, I got to read with Jessica Holmes. So that was a oh, real cool. thrill. Yes. And I didn't think I'd booked it, blah, blah, blah. Did so. they have you read all the memorable lines that we know now? No. Oh, um, okay. So here's the, the vagina line. They called my agent because they didn't, I think they thought I was younger than 
I was. And they asked her if I was comfortable saying that line. So they asked me first, like that wasn't in my audition. And so then my agent was like reading the line to me over the phone to see if I was okay. (laughs) Do you remember it? Yeah, 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 for for sure, for sure, for sure. Because I always have to like say it to people, you know? How often do people ask you to say it? Or how often (sighs) do people say it to you? People say it to me a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the weirdest? Uh, One time I auditioned for this movie or something. I don't know, like a movie of the week or something. I don't know, I don't know. But the casting director made me say all my lines and then she mouthed them with me and like did the other parts. Like she would do like the lead up and I had to do it right because I wanted oh the part. Gosh. Like I could, That's not I wanted to. Was it like a, her fantasy? I don't know. It was, yeah, it must have been like, but I wanted, I was mad, which is childish. I should be just excited that people want to, um, but I, when I wanted this part, this other part and she was like, let's just act it out. So then she like did the other parts and I did my part. But I had to, it was like I was trapped, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the weirdest thing. That is super weird. That is super bizarre. So, okay. So you book it. <laughs> this is so long. I'm sorry. This is No, terrible. I'm fascinated. But I, for, I forgot all this And I stuff. also don't want to assume, I mean, we've been friends for a while. I never wanted to be like, tell me everything. Oh but gosh, you should have. So we created an entire so we created podcast. created a podcast <laughs> to do this. Like a couple I other knew, interviews I before this just yeah, so we could have an excuse. Finally, yeah. Kim, we have her where we want her. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Justin story out of the way. Now I, we can ask her anything. Yeah, exactly. Any questions. So you, so you book it. Yeah. Show up on set. Sure. What's the feeling on set? Does it feel like everyone thinks this is really funny? Everyone feels like this is going to be just. Everybody this- thinks it's funny, but everybody kind of thinks it's like um like a kids like a like a teen movie. I remember being at wardrobe and all the headshots were up on the wall, and Jan, one of my best yeah. friends, is up on mm-hmm. the wall, her face, and I'm like, oh, Jan got it, I got it. Everybody in Toronto's in this movie, no big deal. Like I just sure. thought it was like normal that everybody would be in it. So the vibe, I was so lucky that I got to do this with her, and it was our first credit, both like film and TV credit. To be with her, that was like magic. To be with like one of your best friends in these. Anyway, that was awesome. But the vibe on set was like, it's funny. It's really well written. But it's, we didn't get that it was a thing. It was going to become a cult classic. No, 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 no. But we all like really liked the writing and thought it was funny. But, and really like Mark, the director, he was Mm -hmm. amazing. So we all, it was all very positive on set. But it wasn't like, this is a thing that somebody's going to make me say all my lines for 10 years later. It wasn't like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if that makes sense. Did you know, what did you think when you saw Lindsay Lohan's headshot. I thought she was very pretty. She's great. She actually is super talented. Yeah. She is. Really, she really, really is. The yeah. parent trap, like. She was so good. Oh my God. Even now, like what her happened to her She's good in her <laughs> oh, what happened to her? She quit the business after that she movie. She so. But uh, yeah, she's no, an accountant. She's, she is mm-hmm. at Hugo Boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, is there anything? Rachel else? McAdams. Very cool. Very cool chick. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Two movies with her. <laughs> How funny is yeah, that? Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Oh it's yeah, that's funny. right. Spotlight. Yeah. I stopped watching after your scene. I Thank was like, you. forget it. It's You're all like, downhill from here. I'm out of here. Can I ask you what does Mark Ruffalo smell like? I never saw him, but my friend did, and she and I asked him what he. I asked I feel her like he Paloma. Smells very nice. She like a nice he, fireplace. Yes. She said he smelled really good. Like he smelled expensive mm-hmm. yet approachable, which I liked. Yeah. My he's friend, my favorite actor of all time. Yeah. My friend Paloma was Stanley <laughs> Tucci's secretary in Spotlight. Like there were oh, a lot of Toronto. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So she got to like be like around, like smell Ruffalo. So I got in there. Don't worry. I always good. ask how people smell. 
right? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's That's like, the number it's one. a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Like, uh, some people just like they, the scent mm-hmm. really sticks and like you remember yeah. it. I'm um, glad Ruffalo smells like a fireplace. <laughs> expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like That's that. funny. I like yeah. that too. Uh, was Tina Fey on set often? Did you a guys lot? do rewrites? Did she meant, did I ever come up in conver- like casual <laughs> conversation? <laughs> she mentioned Why is that funny? You, she mentioned you a couple times. Okay. Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, you, you asked my friend Amy if you could talk to her and then no, you started she, crying. She was like, I can see into the future. No, she told, she's like, she showers at night, but she smells expensive. That's what she said to me. That's what she wow. said to me. So just so oh. you know, but I will, like, I will say this one time I got to, um, like the, the thing about Tina Fey that I remember is I got to eat lunch with her, which was like <gasps> crazy. Like, at the, like, and I was like shaking. I hadn't done improv at that time. Like I was doing St- like Stratford. I wish I was doing like Shakespeare and stuff like that. Stratford means nothing to you guys. I don't know why I just said that, but anyway, Shakespeare and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't doing improv, but because of my friend Jan, who was so involved in improv, I knew that they were a big deal and I'd watched her, her stuff. I knew she was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I remember it, eating lunch with her and her talking. They were talking about their families and their brothers and like being the only girl in a family, which I am. I'm the only daughter. I have two younger brothers and I'm the daughter. And they were talking about parents and aging and that kind of stuff. It was like kind of like it was like a real human conversation, not right. a waka waka conversation. And she was like, uh, so what are you? I'm like, oh, I'm the oldest. She's like, and you're the only girl. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, and you have two young brothers. I'm like, yeah. She's like, good luck. You're the one who's going to have to do like all of like the parent management and mm. all of that kind of mm. stuff. And I just found that interesting. I've always thought of that when things, because she's like, her point was like, if you're the daughter, like there's a lot of responsibility on you. So I, that's honestly- I can attest to that for sure. Yeah, me too. So um, that was always what I thought of with her was that lunch and that I kind of got treated like a normal, like an equal with all of them, you know, even though I like couldn't eat. <laughs> I couldn't. What was Tina Fey eating? Do you remember? Oh, I remember. It was like, I'd never met famous people before. And it was a lot of like, I remember, um, what's her name? Lacey Chabert. She ordered a, and I was such like a, I didn't know anything. Like I was like, oh, we have a trailer. Like I couldn't believe anything. And I remember she ordered an egg white omelet and I was like, oh, I've arrived. Like I couldn't (laughs) believe, I was like, holy smokes. I've got to say. And they'd make, and I remember Amy Poehler was like, oh, don't touch the potatoes. I remember being like, don't touch the potatoes. Like why? Like like you don't want to eat anything. Like you don't eat anything. Hang on. I got to go back. To I'm this. sure she eats all the I time. Really gotta I really got to focus mean. on it. No, no, no. Of course. She's lovely. But she was like, don't to you no, 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 or no, just. No, no. Oh, my God. That sounded terrible. No, she was talking oh, about okay. herself. Absolutely. She, not. Was, she was nothing. She was just giving you. herself okay. a pep talk. Oh, yeah. That's when I had the whole like I didn't the polar realize. Pep talk. A polar pep talk would be a pulp talk. She was so nice. She was so nice always <laughs> on set. She was so nice. Like super, super nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Her character. I, like that I just. that story. Now I you're laughed telling me just like, thinking about it. Because I want you Love. No, I want She was awesome. She was so kind to everyone. She'd always oh be like, gosh. good job, good job. And she loved my friend Jan, who's so funny. And she'd be like, Jan, you're so funny. And Jan like was so like in love with her and couldn't believe that she like knew her name. You know what I mean? Like she made a real point to Jan was to pretty people. funny in that movie. Jan mm-hmm. is really she's she's one funny chick. Did you go to the premiere of Mean Girls? The Toronto premiere. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was that yeah. so cool? Like your first premiere? I was really nervous. I brought my brother Johnny with me. He's awesome. I brought him with me. And I remember being like, I thought I'd been cut out of it. You know, they always warn you, like, you're going to be yeah. cut out. You're going to be cut out. Sure. And I remember the girl took my ticket and she was like, you're like, she said something nice. And I'm like, oh, I made it in the movie. Like, I couldn't believe Multiple I made it times. in. Wow. And then, and then I just, I was like, oh my God, I made it in the, I couldn't believe I made it in the movie. Like, I couldn't believe I made it in. How did it feel to see 
your scenes like all stay? Well, I'd never seen myself on camera, tr- like in like a, <laughs> like in theater school. We were taught on cam- like it was a theater school, so we I was taught on camera by a woman who was a radio host. I'm not joking. So. <laughs> Never. I also had to deal with like never seeing myself. So I don't even remember. I just remember being like, oh my God, like not like just, it was very overwhelming to like sure. see yourself and blah, blah, blah. But I just remember being very excited there. That, that's, that's that, was that, that sums it up. It's so great. Yeah. That yeah. must have been such a cool feeling. It was, it was exciting to not be cut out. What does it feel like now? Cause it's mm-hmm. been 10 years? years. I think more. I actually had an anniversary party when it was 10 you years. You did? I yeah. did. I, it's Where a, was it's I? Classic. Classic. I wasn't invited. We, we weren't friends yet. Oh. Hey, you would have been the star of that party. <laughs> we were just oh waiting God. for that season one rap party to creep on you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you see it at Cinespia? No, no. Oh, that would have been great too. I did. Worked. You did? Did you? No. Oh, okay, cool. I saw it at a drive-in once, though. Like, there's a oh, drive-in in my funny. little town, so my brothers and I went is. and saw it. Yeah, yeah, the drive-in. Wait, oh, so you, you were saying it's t- it's been 10 years. Well, yeah, it's been a little well, over it's 10 been years. Over, about a little 12. over 10 years, yeah. So now, looking back, I guess, one, have you? when's the last time you saw it? Do you actively... <laughs> like, will you will you watch it? And oh. two, what does it feel like to be a part of something that has lasted for so long and been so popular still? Um, well, when I I haven't watched it in a, in a long time, but it's still very sadly on my reel, which is so embarrassing. No, but when no. I moved, because I moved, guys. If you're still listening, I moved from <laughs> I moved from Canada and came here. So then I had to put it back on my reel to be like in. Uh, she's actually done stuff that you've seen. Sure. So. So I've seen those, but I haven't really watched the movie lately. Like I watched it when mm-hmm. it came out and I haven't really watched I feel like you guys know it better than I do probably. Um, and how I feel about it is I'm very grateful for it because I feel like any moving here, cause I've moved here from Toronto two years ago. So moving here, it is back home. Nobody cared really like occasionally people will care, but here everywhere I go, it's a thing and it's very bizarre. Like it's very odd to, to be recognized from something that's so old in my mind. Like, um, but I'm very grateful for it because I feel like it's opened doors even now. Like people, it's like a thing that I can say, you may not know me, but I don't say it, but like that people who rep me or whatever, like she's from mean girls and it's, mm-hmm. That blows my mind, and all of that star stuff here. Like I'm not, I'm not a star. That's not what I'm saying. But all of that stuff about like being in LA and people recognizing you. It's so much more um, intense here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. odd. I find it so strange that people. Because it's a long time ago, and I'm like an, um, I'm like a lady now. But I'm still <laughs> like, I'm. But it's very, str- it's really strange how that thing is permeated. So it always kind of, I'm like, really, you want a picture with me? Like I always find it really. Odd. Right. But, and Do people really come up nice. to you often? All the time. Wow. All the time. Still, I find it so weird and lovely. Like, I don't mean like, oh my God. It's just very, um, and here especially, I find right. it really, really weird. Well, to put yourself in, you know, or to put ourselves in your shoes, it's like, think about something that you did 12 years ago. Yeah. And to be mm-hmm. known for it. That one thing. Every, t- every day. I mean, that's, that must be very bizarre. Yeah. It's, it's odd. Like, it's, yeah. it's a weird, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's very hardcore here. And uh, it's just a very weird thing you know yeah. it's not a bad 
thing. It's, it's truly a, a compliment. It's just yeah. odd. Of course. Absolutely. It's, oh my gosh. And I always think of like how hard it is for me to go up and talk to some, like when I make myself do that Amy Poehler thing, like talk to somebody. So I always think of that. And, and it's, I'm always very like, I'm always like, really? Like, don't you want a picture with these other cool people? Like it's me, you know, but mm-hmm. that's my, that's what I'm honestly thinking, but I'm also very like grateful and yeah. I think it's lovely. Right. You know? Oh man. Well, thank you for delving so deep <laughs> yeah. into that. It really mean answered a lot of ultimately questions. Ultimately like responsible for our friendship. Well, Lex, oh yeah. Yeah. Our Lex friendship. was yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring somebody to the rap party. It's this girl that lives in my guest house. And yeah. he was like, you know, she just moved here. Uh, also she was in that, he, he that movie that? Mean Girls. Yeah. Um, oh, she him. has a line in it that you, if you've seen the movie, you might recognize, but I'm Lex? not going to repeat here. Yeah. yeah. And I told Mel, cause he'd sent it in emails, like his RSVP. I was like, Melanie, guess who's going to be at the rap party. And I was like, <laughs> OMG. To give some backstory on this, so Lex works on our show yeah. because our show is just the, the weirdest. Everybody, like all everyone, my friends work on that show. Everyone does. Yeah. I just remember we all just clicked so well and it was, it was awesome. The whole night was ridiculous it was really and ridiculous. it was just like a, and also Stephanie was there and like my roommate Carly oh, was yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, no, we all took pictures together. We're best friends now. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> we have that picture. Yeah. You want to see it? Yeah, sure, I have sure, a picture. Sure. It's going on the website. I just liked having people to talk, like I was like, like making I'm very like I'm not good with new things so moving here was hard on its own and I'm like I can't I imagine so it's I, really I impressive it. that you went to it I don't know that I would have gone to it I didn't know better you know when you don't know yeah. better you know that's when you good though it's, better? it's really I think it's really brave that's like no <laughs> I'm, you, anyway <laughs> clowns gross or great <laughs> my, okay. my next question started with the c too um clowns the c word weird yeah mm. let's reclaim that um <laughs> so clowns i think because i think of like because i was like a theater nerd so i think of like clowns mm-hmm. like buffon kind of clowns i used to do a lot of that stuff so i really oh. like it so that kind of like jacques lecoq kind of stuff yeah. i know the name's funny but like i did all that <laughs> i did all that kind of stuff and i used to work with these like this troupe and do the stuff anyway i i've always really like but like circus clowns like it from stephen king are frightening but like Buffon, like weird, that dark kind of like sure. performance art kind of stuff, like that kind of clown. I dig. So okay. if, I think they're great. Cool. Love it. How about curtains? <laughs> oh, I like cur- versus like blinds. Versus blinds are like an open window. Oh, I like curtains. Yeah. 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 No, I like a curtain. Like it feels like old timey. Totally. You know? Yeah. I like that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. Vintage. Because <laughs> you're your gift for coming on the podcast is great. Yeah. I can make them into dresses yeah. like Sound of Music. Guys. Yeah. Oh my oh. gosh. You just really hit home. Is <laughs> Thank that your you. favorite? Love Sound of Music. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's perfection. Mm-hmm. It is. I just saw it recently for the first time. What? Yeah. What? I Mom's think uh, Carrie Underwood is really You know what? You know what sucks is like I don't feel good about that oh, joke because I'm a really big fan of Carrie Underwood. She's great. Just yeah. that. Right? You know what? It's unfair. Like she's a she's a phenomenal singer. She really you just is. Can't. So she is. She's yeah. but not you, an actor, and that's fine. And also, you know, Julie Andrews. You just you can't follow that up. I'm no. sorry. She Julie Andrews was a guest at John Williams a few years ago. Mm, she came out and sang, but then also spoke for a while. And uh, my roommate Carly was like was saying it was like having Julie Andrews tell you a bedtime story. It was oh. the best thing 
ever. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Beautiful. Anyway, I don't have a point to that story. It doesn't matter. Sometimes stories. I just speaking enjoy of that. concerts and music. Mm-hmm. What was your first concert that you went, ever went to? Uh, it was probably Anne Murray. She's a Canadian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Anne Murray? Yeah, oh. of course. Yes, yeah, so I went to Anne Murray, um, and it was great. And I brought my hippo in the bathtub, which was like her kids' album record. Yes. And I really wanted her to sign it, but she wouldn't. Like <gasps> she was like, yeah. So anyway, that oh. was because it was like an adult concert, I guess. Anne Marie, she's great. She's wonderful. I'm sure she's lovely. She saw she it sign. and would not sign it. She's busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's busy. She's busy, like, can I have this dance? And, like, she's busy with her, like, snowbird, like, take my tiny wings and fly away. She's busy being, old like, were you? Oh, maybe, like, eight or so. She saw you as an eight year old. <laughs> I'm not going to let this yeah. go. With my Vanessa like Haywood and ballet slippers. She was like hard pass. Yeah, she hard passed on me. <gasps> oh, jeez. Yeah. She's lovely. She's amazing. A Canadian sweetheart, a snowbird. I think that was. I think that was my first concert. I would wow. say. That I remember. You know, let's bring her on the podcast and ask her one question. <laughs> one question only. Oh, I know what that's. She gets be. no. Now let me ask you this, and then she can adios herself. Pretty much. <laughs> and I'm definitely bringing a bathtub to see if she signs. And I'm it. definitely oh. not naming. I'm a actually drink just going to take her up to our bathtub and have her sign it. You have a bathtub? I do. Oh, it's so luxurious. Here. <laughs> I can't even tell you. Uh, what's the biggest difference that you have noticed between America and? Canada? Canada. In what, in what way? Just for like you just in personally. General? Yeah. Well, there's healthcare, right? That's a big difference. Like in Canada, everybody has healthcare and it's no big mm-hmm. deal. It's no big whoop. We don't even think about it. Here, healthcare is such a big deal. It's just, this is such a downer, isn't it? It's no, like, I'm curious. curious. No, yeah. What do you, uh, do you feel like when you had your healthcare mm-hmm. in, in Canada, yeah. did you feel that it was of quality? Yeah, for sure. And like, like I've had family who've had like health issues and like the amount of care, they, they got amazing healthcare. Like, and the thing like that we'd, we'd complain but we like <laughs> parking was ten dollars today yeah it's a lot of money for parking like and they're like these major sur- heart or like these major surgeries sure. like, sur- like these terrible things and we're complaining about ten dollar parking and here so that's something that I'm like we're so lucky in Canada that we have that and we're so oblivious you guys are oblivious about your weather you have no idea how great this weather is and we have no idea how great our health care system is and what a mm-hmm. relief that is just in general and I love America and I'm so glad thank you for giving me a green card I'm so lucky but the healthcare thing the healthcare thing is really freaky like I'm always like oh, I gotta pay my healthcare I gotta I gotta do that if I don't do it like if I'm in an accident then my mom has to pay the billions of dollars and they're in debt and like I think of all these things right like, it's so in different in my head yeah. yeah like the weight of that but like what do you guys because you guys have lived here your whole lives like are you constantly like what if I get in an accident on the 101 and like I put my family in debt do you think about these things yeah screw them yeah screw those guys screw those punks <laughs> I mean it's it's a tough thing because I'm fortunate enough to have health care through my union. Yeah, great. But if I didn't, which yeah. I'm very aware, mm-hmm. it's it's a really tough and expensive fix. Right. But but here's the difference. We have no population. You guys have this huge mass of all these people to take care of. Like we have, like sure we have this thing, but it's also because we have like, we have no population. So I think through that comes this like freedom mm-hmm. and this ability to care for everyone. Whereas yeah. here, I know you care for everyone, America. Um, <laughs> through that, because... It's of, debatable right now. So <laughs> yeah, that's not very get crazy. I don't know, are, uh, but I find it, it's, it's interesting living here too where people are so rich and so poor and all that dichotomy too is something that kind of blows my socks because like rich people in Toronto are like kind of middle class here mm-hmm. so I find that interesting too like mm-hmm. observing that the dichotomy and the difference of all of that I find that interesting as well do you feel that people are satisfied with less in Canada 
In terms of like being like successful and rich, like yeah. their version of successful and rich, yes. But it's just, it's a different world here. Like it's like magic here. Like you can, you know, become the star of a huge movie and like tomorrow, like it's this kind of mythical, magical place, which is very exciting, right? but also very stark. What was your first like moment where you felt like I'm in America, I'm in a different country. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, like crossing the border. I had to like cross the border with my papers and my mom came with me and drove across from my little town oh. in my, my Versa all the way to LA and we crossed over the border in the middle of the night, like in a snowstorm in... Under in the cloak goodness. of darkness. Yeah, in the cloak of darkness, the in the dark. And I had to like pledge like an allegiance to America and my mom was so sad because it was like leaving Leaving, like Canada oh and leaving and like my mom was like huh? and and like I'm like oh thing and there's all these like security guys like making sure I'm doing the right thing and I got the right paperwork and my car's legal and I'm legal like all the paperwork and everything so I really felt like and there was like a like like there was like a tiny Statue of Liberty and I had to like put my hand on a Bible wow. and like they had to look at all my paperwork and do all that kind of stuff and I was like oh god I'm like I'm in America literally like I'm going <laughs> like I'm coming to America you know what I mean like yeah that was wow. a real like I felt very because there were all these like military dudes sure. hanging out yeah. you know that felt very yeah. American mm. I love America thank you <laughs> <laughs> we're happy to have you thank you thank you thank you uh, how did you come to be called Uncle Stephanie <laughs> Right. Yeah. This is a good oh, question. Okay. We're both uncles. Uncles, yeah. Kim yeah. Off and I are both uncles. So Jan, I stole that joke from Jan Carwana, and she'll be really glad that I'm claiming this. So I had a my friend Andrea had a baby named Emmett, and she didn't have. She's on her own, and like had this beautiful baby boy. And I started to help her with Emmett because I was kind of like Rhoda, and she was Mary Tyler Moore, and she had Emmett. Mm-hmm. So it was a joke because Jan had made up Uncle Jan. I became Emmett's uncle Steph. Mm-hmm. He's a real. He winner. has to be with an uncle Steph. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a so, cool dude. It's a great name. Okay, so <laughs> we would like to know all of your thoughts and don't <laughs> leave anything out okay. on the classic film To Grandmother's House We Go. Really? Are we doing this? We're doing it. We ask everyone. My thoughts on To Be specific. House. I can't because honestly, guys, I wasn't an Olsen fan person. I think what has bonded us is we might be two of the only three fans <laughs> that, <laughs> that are like, uh, Nikki. Oh, Nikki. Yeah, yeah. My, my is Nikki best, your best friend? friend. Yeah, since kindergarten, we used to watch it over and over. We, I mean, one of our a, parents must have taped it. And we speaking just, of cult classics, you know? Yeah. Guys. Obsessed. You have another question? I have to ask it? I just asked this one. Okay. Um, what does the title for Love of Show mean to you? I remember we had this, like, French, like, oh, God. Like, she did, like, this, like, she taught us, what was she? She was, like, mime and drumming and clown. And she'd, like, come in and teach us, like, to mime and drum and clown. And she was, like, this is terrible. My accent's so bad. She's from, like, Quebec, Canada. Oh, yeah. And my accent is not correct. But that's what she'd come in and she'd she always talked about. So when you say that, I thought of her. Am I just supposed Mm -hmm. to say what I think of? Yes. Yeah. So I thought of this woman. I can't remember her name, but she used to always go, joy to perform. Do you have a joy to perform? Do you love to to perform do you have a joy to perform but when you said that I, I still find a lot of joy in performance and a joy like a joy in in being able to like 
be with people and create things. And we all, I still like, I still like, that's why I keep trying. Cause like, I still have this like joy to perform. So when you said that, I thought of her and like that, that kind of like, we, all, I would always ask my friends, but like, you're still in this and you're still slogging. Like, do you have a joy to perform? And they'd know cause they had this teacher too. And they'd be like, yeah, I still got a joy to perform or I don't have a joy to perform and better quit, you know, cause it's mm-hmm. always the struggle. So that's what it made me think of. Let's do the outro. I'm feeling confident. Oh, okay. This has been for love of show. Stephanie Drummond. Thank you for coming. Not on social media. Don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> Mel on Instagram is Mel <laughs> underscore Samuels on Instagram. She's probably still in private, so don't even bother. <laughs> don't even bother. I'm at Kim Lovett on Instagram and Twitter. It's a real good time. Just plugging bother. myself at bother. this point. Bother, however, bother. definitely we bother. bother. We no, I'm still talking about myself. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, we are for love of show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and dot com because uh, we're we're out for popularity and money. Yeah, of course. <laughs> obviously, if I'm a guest, that's what you're out for. Yeah, obviously. Uh, watch Fuller House so you can see Steph uh, on that. Watch Mean Girls. <laughs> In general. And if you don't already once a day, or is that just me? And uh, Little Mosque on the Prairie. I I, uh, I don't have to tell you to watch that. Everyone's already watching that. Yeah, no, it's everybody's just, they, that's what they always talk to me about. All right. This has been For Love of Show. Yeah.